Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out. They pull me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Gillis has been hot, but Devo steals the ball from him. He'll get it to head to Brazil for a one-hand throwdown. Showtime for Trevin Brazil. Hobbs are up 61-54. Man, that was fun on Saturday. As we begin with basketball on the Give Me the Hawks Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, an overtime game, a big-time atmosphere, a huge crowd, an 81-77 Razorback victory. It was a great day, and it was like a mid-season or really a postseason basketball game. This was must when it was over. It gave all of our new guys a taste of what it's going to be like in our building, so that's a great thing. I thought both teams treated the game like a mid-season game. It felt like an NCAA tournament vibe, to be honest. Really, really proud of our team because we have so many new faces. We're trying to figure out go-to sets. We're trying to figure out who's going to have the ball in their hands. We're playing against a team that's so well-coached and is very physical and very tough and has a unique player, a star player, potential national player of the year. And, and I thought that first half, they you know they executed the game plan as good as they possibly could, meaning our guys. And much like Chad Holmgren, you know, I thought we did a good job of putting pressure on the rim, although they altered shots and stuff of, of trying to of trying to foul people out too. That Purdue team has the talent, the coaching to win a national championship. They do. You know, when he's talking about what the go-to sets will be and who the go-to guys will be. I think we know Tremont Mark's one of them. L. Ellis may be another one. I mean, he scored five points in overtime. But Mark hit that three that really you know, kind of gave everybody hope. And they've got some gamers on this team. They've got veteran players. I mean, that's the thing that I thought really – was evident at the end of regulation and then certainly in the overtime as well. If you think about it, you know, Purdue had the lead. And Purdue does have a veteran team. They've all been together. All five starters are back. Six of their top seven scorers were back. They've been in those situations before. And it kind of looked like they were going to get out of town with a close victory. And then Mark hit the three. And all hope was restored. And the Razorbacks, of course, did what they had to do to win the ball game in overtime. This is a deep team. I mean, there's a lot of guys who can play, particularly in the backcourt. And they've got frontcourt depth, too. I know Jalen Graham didn't play. But they got some guys that can play up front. But the backcourt is what really stood out. And at the end of the day, defense was the story. Defensive pressure was really good with forcing 20 turnovers and 14 steals against a team that plays in a conference where valuing the ball is really important. The seven blocks, 
really, really impressive against a, a power five, really tall team that's got incredible length. And T-Mark hit a huge shot on our 15 fist out red on the on the wing. And T-Mark and Debo both played a little bit of point guard and had four assists and, and L's contribution at that position as well. And got to clean up our turnovers and, and some of our shot selection. There seems to be a toughness and a grit about this team. I think that was really evident even in the first time out. You could tell that they'd prepared to win this game, that it was important to the Razorbacks to win this game. I thought that was apparent from the opening tip. I mean, Brazil wins the opening tip. The crowd goes crazy. And, you know, it was really one of those days at Bud Walton Arena after that where the crowd played a role. They sold every ticket. I think they actually scanned somewhere in the 15s from what I understand. But whatever the final number was, I mean, they were playing every play, and it was a big part of the outcome, I thought. Now, Trevin Brazil, he, to me, frankly, was the player I wanted to see the most, and I just thought his performance was outstanding. This was must on his big man. This was great for him. Physically, the injury, he's healed. He's got total medical clearance. I wish he would have played a couple minutes in the red and white game. We wanted to get another week into his rehab, so to speak. This was great for him because it was a physical game. It was a game you're getting bumped and dislodged, and he hung in there and played great and stretched the defense out. And His shot selection from three, the four that he took, I thought were all really good shots. He didn't force anything, and he opened up the floor for dribble drives. We went to that 15 fist up, lift four with him lifted, and he was. they had to stay attached to him. You know, as I watch Brazil on Saturday, I did not see, at least to my naked eyes, I did not see residual effects from the surgery. And when you think about it, we're 11 months essentially removed from when the injury happened. It happened in late November, Thanksgiving week out in Maui. Less than a year later, if you did not know the backstory and you just walked into the arena, Saturday, for the first time to watch Trevin Brazil, I don't know that you would have ever suspected that he's gone what he's gone through over the last 11 months. And I wondered what all the people that worked with him thought about as they watched him during the game. I mean, from the surgeon, you know, to the, to the rehab people, to the physical therapy people, to the strength and conditioning staff, all the people that had a hand in this. I wonder what they thought as they watched him play. You know, I, I would I would hope and I would think, I would be certain, frankly, that, you know, it made him feel good about a job well done. And the attitude of the athlete in this case perhaps is the key to it all. I remember when Brazil was hurt and Musk talked about it on his radio show. And he mentioned the fact that the next day, or at least the first day that he was allowed to, he was in the building, and he attacked his rehab. Now, at the time, you know, you didn't know if that was going to make the difference or not. You didn't know in the final analysis if that would be enough. But when you watch him play, when you see him move, and Musk talked about it in that cut about how it was a physical game. I mean, my gosh, he was guarding a 7-4, 300-pounder. It's like guarding Andre the Giant. So in a game like that, you're going to get knocked around. Your body's going to get tested. And I thought he came through with flying colors. Now, to me, that's one of the things that, 
as we move through this week and toward the regular season opener against Alcorn. Um, I'm going to wonder this week how his body's responded to that. Because, I mean, that was a real game. That was a real game. There was nothing exhibition about it. Those guys were getting after it in, in every sense of the phrase. So I'll be interested to see how he was this week. But I thought he looked fantastic, and I think it bodes well for everything that could happen the rest of this season. All right, let me pause for just a second and talk to you about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. There's a lot of things I could talk about, but I'm going to talk about an individual today. Her name's Heather Campbell. She's got 17 years of expertise in the real estate game, and she's one of the stars at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. She represents some of Northwest Arkansas's most elite builders, and she has extensive neighborhood knowledge throughout the region. So when you're ready to sell your home, put that knowledge and proven marketing plan to work for you. Heather has been voted the top Weikert agent in the United States. That was the honor that she received in 2022, and from what I understand, she's well on her way in 2023. Again, that doesn't just happen. So when I talk about dealing with real, professional, real estate agents at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, Heather Campbell's who I'm talking about. And you'll encounter more than one person that handles their business in the most professional way possible. And ultimately, they'll get you from contract to close. And whether you're a buyer or a seller, that's the bottom line. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, operating out of Branson now. And you can always log on to wankergriffin.com. Welcome to the pig pen. Give me the house, Chuck! Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, on to football as we continue on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Wiker Realtors, the Griffin Company. It's been a week. It just wasn't working. We've lost our spirit. Well, the Razorbacks returning to the practice field today, Florida. Awaits on Saturday down in Gainesville, an opportunity to snap the six-game losing skid. Sam Pittman basically said it all in those words a week ago. And when you make a change on the offensive side of the ball, the expectation is things will, at the very least, be different. And there's a certain amount of expectation that things will be better. You know, one of the things that I do think is important to point out as the Razorbacks prepare to play, when... We talk about, and it's been discussed over the last week, the, the lack of life, the lack of spirit. We're only talking about the offensive side of the ball. There are three units out there, offense, defense, special teams. I don't doubt for a moment anything that's happened with the defense or the special teams. I'm not going to doubt anything they've done because the results are there. You know, Arkansas is pretty legit defensively right now. And their special teams are a weapon. I don't think there's any lack of spirit there. I don't think that there's any question 
that the defensive players play for their coaches and the special teams players play for theirs. And I don't really think there's a question that the offensive guys want to please their coaches. It was just obvious that a change in direction was needed. And now we're going to find out if it's got a chance to work, if it's got a chance to salvage the season. Florida got beat. They lost to Georgia on Saturday. I don't know that in this case what happened in that game is going to have anything to do with what happens on this Saturday. Because I think from a Razorback perspective, just very frankly, and this is no disrespect to Florida, it does have a lot to do with Arkansas, maybe more to do with Arkansas than it does with Florida. Florida's going to do what Florida does. They're going to try to run the ball with ATN. If you can stop him, if you can make Mertz beat you with his arm, you got a shot. If you can't, you probably don't. I think Arkansas can do those things. I think they can do those things defensively. You know, the question is, what can you do on offense? And this is going to be a critical week. This past week was a critical week, particularly from a staff standpoint, an offensive staff standpoint. You've changed a quarterback's coach. You've changed your play caller. you got a new wide receivers coach in there. I'm sure from a staff standpoint, last week was a very busy week. And now as you return to the field at the beginning of this week, you all put those plans in place. And they need to win. I mean, everything I'm saying just culminates in the phrase, man, they need to win a game. And maybe it'll be this Saturday in Gainesville. All right, as I talk about the Bet Saracen app, I will tell you that, by the way, Florida is a six and a half point favorite over the Razorbacks Saturday, according to the Bet Saracen app. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you're missing out. I know there are a lot of national sports betting apps, I know they're there. But I also know there are laws in our state that keep a lot of them from operating within the borders of our state. And I'm very clear and very honest when I tell you that if you want to be the best informed, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. There is an Arkansas flavor to it that separates it from all those national sports betting apps. You want an opportunity to bet on former Razorbacks? There are a bunch of them out there. The NBA season's underway, and there's a bunch of pro hogs out there. There's always wagering opportunities, parlays, in-game bets. Basically, if um, if you can dream it up, there's a pretty good chance that they offer it at the Bet Saracen app. It's Vegas, Arkansas style. It's the favorite sports betting app in our state, and if you download it, you'll find out why. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. Before we go, congratulations, Razorback soccer team, Colby Hale. They win the league outright. Razorback volleyball team, Jason Watson. They go to Florida, win in a place they've not won before. They are having a bang-up season. We've got a lot to follow this week. No basketball game until a week from tonight when the Razorbacks open against Alcorn State. But plenty of football. We'll keep an eye on all of it. Hope you have a great week. We'll visit Wednesday. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.